a hater, hater bear. Where Coop at, man? Where Coop at, man? Where the fuck Coop at? Okay, I'm not going to lie to you. I had Sunday dinner in my house again. Coop probably got Ice Money. Man. When he playing the Sonic. Man. I, w- I will say this um, before we get started. I just want to point out that I was just um, eating Mother's Day dinner with my sister, who uh, apparently is turning in my grandma on the cooking skills, which I appreciate. Um, and um, yeah, man, we got in a conversation about Tokyo Jets for whatever reason. Y'all know Tokyo Jets net worth is listed at $12,000? That's hilarious. <laughs> No, nah, what's crazy is that everybody in the background started laughing. Bro, that's 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 like that's 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 sad and disappointing in many ways, my boy. Now no, it's, I no, it's I'm assuming because she's the wife worth knows, more than that, but the wife knows that I fuck with Tokyo Jets hard. So for her to like walk in and hear that shit is funny as well. <laughs> Yo, first of all, Tokyo, you know, is she dating a Jaguar, so good for her. But um, she really like, bro, I don't understand how you worth twelve. Like, we need to start an investigation into Ti and him signing people and them not being able to accumulate any wealth. Does anybody who signed with PSC have any money besides Tip Harris? Um, I mean, I guess you guys, Bob, Iggy Azalea, Young Jerome. You know. <laughs> Are they, but okay, Dro, okay, Dro might be the one. Iggy Azalea and, and uh, B.O.B., they're, okay, yeah, they with PSC, but aren't they under, like, the bigger label, too, though? Like, it's like, yeah, they're they under all, the bigger label, and they're, yeah. Why yeah, well, I think like, Iggy and B.O.B. went independent, but when they were with, um, when they were with, with Grand Hustle, like, I think Iggy had other hustles, so. Right. If you get when it was with Grand Hustle, man, that's a little different. Like, yeah, when it was with Grand Hustle, bro. When Bob was with Grand Hustle, okay. Let me ask you a question. And this, uh, this would be the last of this. When he did uh, the the cut with Bruno Mars or whatever, right? Was he with Grand Hustle then, or was he under yeah. the big umbrella? He, he was. was. He was with Grand Hustle then. But 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 that that cut with go as Bruno, right? That cut went and go as like. No, nah, that was his cut. SBOB. Like that and airplanes, I think it was on the same project. Yeah. And that's on Grand Hustle. Yep. Yeah. Well, somebody need to investigate too. <laughs> Straight up. Somebody need to investigate that man. He out here trying to be a comedian. And the real joke is is uh Tokyo Jets no net worth. That's the real joke. 12 G's. I'ma say, bro, I'm only a few G's away from her. Oh God. That's the sad. That's the sad part. I'm a regular ass nigga too. Yeah, a regular ass nigga. I'm only a few G's away from you, baby. Sorry, I can be your man. Sorry, I'm not a broke fan. <laughs> All right, man. I'm starting this. Um, after the static, <laughs> I am Dennis, your host. LQ is here. Yes, sir. Jax is here. Here. Hoop has entered the room. He's still on mute. He's still on that mute. Nigga sleep. That nigga sleep. <laughs> and we also have a guest. Guest, if you would like to introduce yourself, feel free. I'm Kim. I'm um. I was invited by Wayne. I know Coop. I'm not sure if I know you other two. Like I don't know if I met y'all. 
But how y'all doing? I'm in Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we got somebody live from the A. Cool. Is B.O.B. in Atlanta right now? That's a good question. Is B.O.B. alive right now? <laughs> he, last I heard, he was like doing his. When the like, last time a nigga seen Bob? Has a nigga seen Bob since COVID struck? He was doing his holistic thing last I remember. That nigga did. Say, that nigga did. She was telling us that the Earth was flat last time we heard. I'm about to say all you sea moss niggas dead, ain't you? Ain't you? COVID got you sea moss ass niggas. I mean, <laughs> look at y'all eating all that damn ocean petroleum jelly. Look at it. It's up in early choppy still around. <laughs> NLE top of the raw though, low key. I kind of like that nigga. <laughs> I kind of like that nigga. And he ain't uh, NLE chopper trying to be like the hip hop Dr. CB. Yeah, he yeah, he, he, yeah. BBL pill. Yeah, the nigga, yeah. bro, the nigga, the nigga grow like vegetables and make songs about shooting niggas with guns. I'm with it. I'm with it. Yeah, uh, yeah. We we you trying to have good karma, but thugging his life. Nah, man. <laughs> Straight up. I'm about to turn up on these turn ups. <laughs> All right, okay. so what what brings us here? And Coop, welcome back. Coop, can you? He's not on mute, so I'm assuming he can say something. Can y'all hear me? Yeah. Barely. All right. If y'all hear me going out, is this being weird when I plug it up for my car? It put me on mute, and then like when I think about it and shit, I'm unmuted. But what's up, everybody? Did I hear Kim? Yep. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Are you on the ISS space station? No, my nigga. I I know I found pop car before. I'm versus the normal like direct link my car, which makes you all thanks to Christian here. I'm using the fucking Bluetooth, so I sound like I'm in like a fucking vacuum inside a vacuum inside a vacuum, which is space. Pretty much. This nigga Coop broadcasting live from the ISS, my nigga. Straight up. I guess we'll find out in due time whether it's worse for him to be reporting live from space or inside of a restaurant. Oh, man. <laughs> that nigga was at the All Chinese right. buffet. <laughs> All right. Y'all love that. Y'all love that restaurant shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, all right. So, what brings us here is the sudden passing of controversial YouTuber slash life advice coach Kevin Samuels slash American hero <laughs> slash black historian slash Apollo legend <laughs> and I guess I guess we'll start with you know thoughts uh, I, I guess mean, I'll, I guess I'll go first um one, when the shit f- first started hitting Twitter and it was coming across my timeline, the first thing I said was, oh, y'all niggas can't even confirm this nigga dead. Like, it was it was like that time when we had killed John Henderson for like the sixth time. <laughs> and except for, you know, the first time was actually true. And, and this nigga Kevin Samuels uh, uh, case. But the shit that, like, killed me was before y'all even confirmed this nigga was dead, y'all had already, you know, basically said, yeah, nigga, glad that nigga gone. I'm like, God damn. We don't even, this nigga was probably in the bathroom going like, nigga, I'm dead. What? What's going on? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. But yeah, like, 
I'm, I'm gonna say something, and this is, and Kim, this is one of the real reasons I asked you to be on the show because, like, we talk about things. And I'm like, damn, we need a woman on the show. I will defend women, specifically black specifically. women. Like it ain't nothing. There's, and even when me defending them is to my detriment. This is the first time I've ever been disappointed in black women. Come through. Is this really the first time? All right, go ahead. Dead ass serious. Dead ass serious. Come through. And, and before Kim go, and before the guest of honor go, I want to say this too, man. I just want to point something out adjacent to what we probably mainly attack on this show, which is the reaction from Black women. So I know that's going to be the main focus, but let me point this out for everybody in the audience, all the listening people. African-American men die from heart attacks at early ages more often than any other race in the entire world including African men. African-American men die from heart attacks more often than any other race, including African men that are not African-American of that diaspora than any other. And just to point out, y'all know, I personally had a heart attack and I'm 35 last July. And then Kevin Samuels just had a heart attack and passed away. He was 58, if I'm correct. 57. 57. 57. That's and the shit that fucked me, the shit that fucked me up was when they said cardiac arrest. Like I'm one month removed from burying my father, who passed bro. away from cardiac arrest. So I was all kind of triggered. It's it's a, it's a trend that we have to reverse, my boy, because it's got to be something. It can't just be in our DNA. It might be. I might be wrong, but it can't just be in our DNA. Yeah, they did say that. Um, they did say that he had had what's called Hodgkin's and they yeah. said that um Hodgkin's lymphoma. I was told that he had like cancer to some degree too. Yeah, no, he no. had like he had like um a specific type of cancer like throughout his college years. And yeah, he had Hodgkin's lymphoma. It um I think it increases your chances of like having a heart attack at some point in life. Right. And then plus he was a black male. And I just want to point out um, he did beat the Hopkins lymphoma, which is, by the way, the most curable form of cancer outside of, I think, melanoma, which is the skin cancer. Mm-hmm. So, so I mean, thank goodness he beat that, but unfortunately, he couldn't beat the um, cardiac arrest. Now, that all being said, I'm going to go ahead and let Kim attack it, because I'm trying to see why, with all that being said, the man dead. He died. He passed away. It's tragic to his family, his friends, and his followers, or whatever. And he died of what is killing black men. So some of the women that are making fun of him, their father, grandfather, uncle, or cousin may have passed away from the same thing. And they're making fun of it. So I don't get it. I'm with Wayne. I feel like it's indefensible. Oh, child. Um, I don't speak ill. This is is just me. And y'all know a little, I think like a nigga sometimes. So I don't speak ill of the dead. That's that's regardless of who you are, what you've done. I don't feel like that's something. One, I don't want to give life to that. And I read, and like I said, with black men, I would rather you rest in peace and power than you rise from the dead because people are constantly speaking your name and bad words and bad tongues. I'm not that type of person. So I will say this. Um, I do believe, but I, I'm gonna piggyback on the heart issue. Like, 
the type of cancer that he had, he it was it, he was bound to go at any given moment. Like that's something that's unpredictable because that's with his immune system. The type of cancer he had makes it hard for him to fight infections, disease, and you know with everything that's been going on, I'm really not. I'm surprised that he wasn't he didn't pass earlier. You know with COVID and all that other stuff because it was going around. So. And the type of cancer he has makes it difficult for him to fight off infections, diseases, and all that other stuff. So he could have been fighting a lot of things. He could have just gotten a, a really bad cold and then it developed or he had a heart attack and it made it worse. So it made it difficult for him to fight it off. <clears throat> so that's one thing. The second thing is that it is true that African-American men do die at an alarming rate to like heart diseases, a lot of health related causes. And part of that, in my opinion, is our diet. I'm not even gonna sit there and say it's just the black men, it's the black women. It's our diet. Because if we're not dying of heart disease, we're dying of diabetes. If we're not dying of diabetes, we're dying of you know pneumonia, hypertension, all type of random stuff that is affected by health, which is one of the reasons why I started being more conscious about the stuff that I eat. And I even got Salem um, to be more conscious about what he eats because, you know, and it's interesting because ever since he decided to go pescetarian and we both did the alkaline diet, he actually looks younger now than he did when we was in college. So he's slimmed down tremendously and he has way more energy than he had even back then. So I think it does, we do have to, I'm not saying, you know, cut off everything that you eat, but we have to be more mindful of the stuff that we eat. And, and, and I, I hate to say this, but women who's cooking for their men need to be more mindful as well. It's like, if you know you want, if you want your man to live a long life, then you need to start cooking him something that's appetizing that he can, you know, go like take down. That's still healthy for him. I eat you know cook him some cabbage steam cabbage from time to time with the meals that he like to eat or um i'm haitian so you know i cook a dish um called soup jumu and it's actually really good with nutrients because it utilizes um what's it called um uh it's a it's a type of um it's it's, it's escaping me right now but it's a type of vegetable in there that has a lot of nutrient potassium everything in it but a lot of times when we Haitians cook it we cooking it with a lot of grease beef and stuff so now when I cook it I don't put any meat in it I put strictly vegetables and it's delicious and even Salem loves it so we do have to be mindful there are healthier options that are still good for us to kind of help prevent some of these diseases now back to Kevin Samuels now when he passed I'm not gonna sit here and say I didn't think that was, I thought it was ironic. I really did. I thought he, him passing a few days before Mother's Day for black women was like, whoa. <laughs> that was like a weird one. I, I'm not even gonna sit there and, and lie about that. But I didn't want to speak negatively about him because one, I never thought what Kevin Samuels did was negative, me, me personally. I felt like he utilized his platform because I believe he was a stylist at one point and then said he was an image consultant and then became like the love guru or whatever the hell he decided he wanted to title himself. So like he utilized his platform as a form of making money. What black person don't do that? Like we all do the same thing. Um, 
I think he he used what he knew was going to create controversy to make money. A lot of people do that. So I never really felt any type of way. And for the women who may have felt some type of way about the misogyny, quote unquote, that he expressed on a lot of his, you know, calls or whatever, I honestly felt like it I'm 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 a girl about common sense. Why call a person asking him for his advice, his perspective, and then you're mad at him when he tells you what you don't want to hear. I feel like that's kind of like that's stupid and ignorant. Like you should know what you're you should know what to expect. Kevin Samuels, I said this before. I said Kevin Samuels reminds me of my father, Loki. Um, my father is very um traditional, has a traditional mindset, tells you, tells people all the time what he thinks a woman should do and shouldn't do. Um, he's a A-type personality. Um, and I that's why me and him, when it comes to certain topics, I, I exit the room because I already know how it's gonna go. So and me and him are, we constantly bump heads. And that's the first man I've ever loved is my father. So do you understand what I'm saying? So I'm not going to sit here and be like what he did, the stuff that he spoke on was negative. I really felt like he did, he did speak a lot of truth that a lot of women did not want to hear. And I hate to say this, the truth hurts. Um, And then he did speak a lot of stuff that I did think, you know, was a little bit contradicting like I feel like if you're gonna say this about a woman can I not twist it and say the same thing about a man um so I had different I my main belief about it was I didn't think he really did anything that was out of line I never called Kevin Samuels myself to be like hey why can't I find a high value man which I think is the most ridiculous question to ask a a human being um but if you really want to know his advice you want to know his perspective and you call his platform, don't get upset or try to argue with him about what he's saying because that's his opinion. He has a right to his opinion, period. When are we going to find, and Coop, I know you're ready to pounce, but so I'm going to let you go, but when are we going to find a, a, a woman to be our friend that does not think um, similar or in the same circumstances as us. I'm convinced at this point, y'all, that all of the um, who kid missing? I'm convinced at this point, man, that all of the uh, women friends that we have are very, very like-minded, and that that might be on purpose. But you, Kim, you didn't say anything that I thought you would say at all, and now I'm disappointed in Q because he didn't. He didn't heard... bring me an adversary. Q. I no, I need adversary. I won't smoke, nigga. <laughs> this ain't no smoke. I told you, I said, listen, I understand. I told you, like, you sure I'm the person? Because you know I play devil's advocate a lot. And if another woman says one thing, doesn't mean I agree with what she says. I didn't, I, like, like I said, I had a traditional upbringing. So my mindset is a little bit more traditional. Now, do like I said, if you want to smoke, the only negative thing I could ever say about Kevin Samuels is what can I ask a question? What defines a high value man? Somebody that's explain up to, that's up I'm, to the, so that shit is completely relative. Hold on, hold on, bro. Right, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. That shit is completely 
that statement, that phrase, that title, that claim is completely relevant. That's like me saying, oh, I want a high value woman. Man, I think strippers is high value. That don't mean, like, like, and that's real. As for Kevin Samuels, you know, the real reason we're having this debate is a deeper one that is, you know, more rooted in the relationships between men, men and women. But let me tell you what's the real reason why we kind of disappointed and it's we done everything but kind of say this we're disappointed because at what point that when you don't like somebody at what point is them dying not enough hitler like that shit is like that shit like really think about it bro and we and honestly bro i get what you're saying with the hitler thing but we not even comparing so this, this that's thing my point like, cool like, that's my point all. this nigga not like, hitler like we not hit and more importantly more importantly the other thing and this is probably what we undoubtedly will get on in this in this conversation the thing that i think is so interesting is somebody used to tell me that you'll know the difference between like your like your your worthy adversaries and your unworthy adversaries when you're incapable of response see the cats who don't fuck with Kelly Samuels, women, men, whatever. When he was alive, if you had smoke for that nigga, all right, cool. Listen, I can't say you didn't. You when the nigga when the nigga was alive to hear, you had to smoke for him. But now there's this outpour of like, I'm glad he's dead from motherfuckers that you didn't hear before. Because really because realistically, those same people, regardless as if you if you if you disagree with them or not, you were never going to have the kind of self-sustaining integrity and courage to push your opinions out there against his own, even if you didn't agree. One of the things I can say about Kevin Samuels is this. Yeah, I can I watch the show and I can we can all point out like in his in his uh production like what things were clearly like clickbait shit like that. But there were a lot of times where I watched him and I watched him let the person air out exactly what their thoughts and view were view was the void of like in times where he like you know like trying to keep somebody on subject or hey we're not going to yell things like that and so one of the things that really 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 crazy to me one we live in a society that if a woman had been saying the same thing kevin samuels had been there would have been some sort of social demand for us to be in support of it I think there is a woman out here who does this. Actually, I think there there's, is there's, an actual there's woman. Is actually Kim. There's a bunch of women who do it. No, but no, there's one who's like real successful. She be going in and she be real like vulgar about it. She be calling like she be calling a lot of these girls out the same way Kevin Samuels was calling people out, and she was telling them the same stuff. Like there are other like like I said, like I know um the, I think it's a new age of women with like these weird f- feelings about you know equality and feminism and all type of bullshit like me personally like the only I think conflict I ever had with Kevin Samuels is like I don't like when whether it's a man or a woman gets on a public platform and then starts speaking certain opinions or whatever and then everybody who's like weak-minded or whatever or just not even necessarily just weak-minded but just like really need some type of validation starts flocking to this person or this individual like their god and everything they say is is fact and i be 
I don't like that because there are a lot of men out here who really were thinking like, oh, because I do this and I do that, you got to shut the hell up, bitch, and let me do me, and I'm going to run this house, and blah, blah, blah. And that's not even what the hell Kevin Samuel said, but that's how they, that's how a lot of people, yeah. <clears throat> a lot of in, guys took it. In some sort of confirmation of a toxic misogyny, and that's not really what's happening here. Bro, like, I know you, a nigga that cried, cool. I know a nigga that boohoo cried because Kevin Samuels died, bro. No lie, listen. Kevin my Samuels is, passed it, away. It, the it, nigga it, found it, out why he was on the phone with me, Coop. And the nigga was like, nigga, yo. Check me, check me out. Check me out. Is this not indicative of a bigger issue between the genders? Because this is something I've been, I want to say me and Wayne have talked about this for a while. We, me and Wayne were talking, and I was explaining to him about a conversation I was having at my, with a coworker at my former job, and I was just like, listen, because she asked me my opinion, and I was like, you know what, maybe not now. I was just like, one, you probably won't agree with it, da, 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 da. and I tried to like kind of like pre-warn her, which is something y'all know I'm real, I really don't do, but, but either way, I said, and I told her, I said, one of the issues we're having, I said that makes people ultra-sensitive to people like Kevin Samuels is in this weird new age struggle between like men and women one <laughs> my neither neither side is in is for the majority neither side is interested in a better moving forward or tomorrow or however you want to say it each side is concerned with winning <laughs> and that, and believe it or not that's the exact thing that makes this this struggle what it is because one side is essentially focused, or rather each side is essentially focused on how do I dominate the other side? If you're looking at it from like this kind of new age feminism, they don't sound like, hey, listen, these are our thoughts, our views. We believe this is going to make everything better for everyone. It almost sounds like, nigga, we want our turn to be oppressive. <laughs> it, don't, it, doesn't come, it doesn't come out like that. And that's not to say that that's every woman or every feminist. I'm saying that you hear if you essentially white noise the voice of what this new age like social media driven kind of feminism is, you get that. And honestly, the men are no different. Essentially, each side so focus on dominant that when something like this happens, like when you have women that's treated like, oh yeah, this is like a victory for our side. There's no, it's not. <laughs> There's no, it's not. <laughs> let me anytime, let me just say this quick cool, though. Any, hold on. Anytime you lose a voice in society that's willing to speak against the grain, regardless of you agreeing with it or not, you've you as you've essentially lost a courageous member of society. And it's hard to always see it that way because sometimes somebody just come say some shit. You like, man, don't nobody fuck with that. Fuck you. But a lot of times, where people don't understand that your ability to like what somebody says. Bro, I don't like everything Martin Luther King said. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I don't agree with all that shit. <laughs> I just don't. I, mean, I don't. I mean, there's a time and a place where I want peace for everybody. It's a time and a place where I'm ready to grab the strap, bro. Like, <laughs> it's, it's just not. It's, that's just how I am. And that, and he was no different. You may not have agree, agree with it, but at what point do you look at yourself and go, oh, shit, I've lost my ability to have the the, the clear thought in mind to just respect another person's opinions regardless of if I agree with it. The thing that got me the most was 
I saw a tweet that said, speaking ill of the dead is breaking generational cur- curses. And I legit had to look at that. Nigga, shit. what? <laughs> I legit looked at that. I was like, wait, what? Bro, can I can I can I say some real shit? <laughs> What's up? That is a that statement is a double-edged sword because it's both right and wrong. L- listen, I'm but hear me. But out, this bro. nigga not your uncle that molested your cousin. What are we <laughs> doing, bro? Like, like, bro, like I'm about to spaz right now, bro, because I feel like I feel like we being too nice. Like I, I'm being dead ass, bro. Like we being too nice. I'm gonna let you go, Q. But please get those niggas right, bro. Hold on, because I saw that statement, and the first thing I said was, "Bro, it's niggas that I know who won't be dead right now that I still won't speak bad about should they perish before I do." What the fuck are y'all talking about? Bro, back in the day, man, and when I say back in the day, I mean in ancient history. I don't know if it was Plato or Socrates. Plato, uh, uh, I'm going to say it's Plato. Plato once said, true love cannot come from a woman. You only can have true love from a man. Now, on the surface, that sounds gay or whatever these young niggas want to say, but that's not what he means at all. What the nigga talked about is this, man. Oftentimes, women look at things in a conditional manner. That's just how their genetics are set up. Uh, if you look at lions, lions are going to go with whoever got the biggest mane and who the strongest. Gorillas go with whoever can protect the flocks the, the best. Wolves go with the strongest, fastest wolf or whatever. So women are no different than that. So they're going to go with whoever's the best for them at the time. So what that expression from Plato means is the conditionality of a woman's love or whatever. Because with me and uh, I'll use Dennis for example I fuck with Dennis that's my boy I fuck with Dennis because I fuck with Dennis I don't fuck with Dennis because Dennis do a podcast for my company or because Dennis do this or Dennis do that I fuck with Dennis because he's genuinely a good guy that's why I fuck with him okay so that's where that statement came from and I think that statement if people are intelligent enough to dissect it a little bit I think that's rearing his head right now people boy, I almost said it I almost said a bad word. I almost said a bad word, though. People are online, though, Kim. People are online laughing, laughing that this man died like he did harm, okay, to the Black community or Black women. He did no harm to Black women. Get a backbone. If he said, oh, you fat women, are leftovers or if you're 35 and not married you're leftovers i've heard women say worse things to me or whatever it's just like when a man it's just like when when a man when a man say oh i don't like big women that's my opinion that's how i feel and they'd be like oh yeah we can't change our bodies you should like all bodies or whatever with a whoop, the whoop. then women turn around and be like oh little dick ass nigga i can't stand a little dick ass nigga like we can change that but guess what men aren't laughing when a woman who made a statement, oh, nigga, you got little dicks, all you little dick niggas can die, that y'all do on TikTok all the time, and then that person passed away. Men don't get together in droves and make TikToks and Facebook posts laughing like, ah, that bitch who said I dick little, she dead. I gotta disagree on a lot of this, and let me tell you why I say this, okay? It's human nature to be conditional, regardless if you're a man or a woman. I know men out here who have told me they have broken up with a girl for less, less than anything. Like, oh, she, I I can't fuck with the fact that she got these type of hair, this type of lashes, this type of this, this type of that. It's the weirdest thing in progress. 
it's the weirdest it's the thing weird. to to hear. Or she's too dark skinned. I remember hearing that from a guy. Oh, I have to break up with her because she's too dark skinned. I was that like, are cool. you dead ass? That nigga so, cool. So I'm being dead ass honest. So I've I've heard all so guys have conditions just as much men have conditions just as much as women have conditions. That's just human nature, regardless. <clears throat> However, at the same and 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 then let's let's also flip this. Keep in mind a lot of the reason why some of these women are going so hard and attacking this man or or going too too far is because you gotta think about this generation in comparison to our generation. Our generation, from what I've seen, especially with a lot of the men around me, like these men and women were very tough with their kids. So we grew up where we had to have a backbone, where we had to be a little bit more tough and handling, you know, gossip and stuff like that. We were, we, we were raised, you know, talking, you know, speaking the dozens and stuff like that. We were raised to talk shit. That is us. We don't to be no bitch ass niggas and exactly. everybody's not a winner. It's losers and everybody don't get exactly. a fucking trophy. But the generations after us are not raised like that. A lot of them are a little bit more spoon fed, a little bit more spoiled. Yo, social media alone can tear these kids apart. They will literally kill themselves pull their hair out over one simple tweet that is the difference and the reason why kevin samuels was seen so much as like a demon or a devil is because he was going around telling these girls that oh you know you you over here talking about some you 150 you 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 30 you 40 years old what kind of man you expect to get but you got you got a child you know that's some that stuff is some low self-esteem type of shit to tell some to tell a woman and you know women are sensitive regardless of, regardless of what age women are just sensitive and period so you got the women who are my age who just talk shit even even if their feelings is hurt they're not gonna like kill themselves but they want to talk shit they're gonna attack they're gonna go in attack mode period but then you got the newer generations. I remember seeing one girl. She was talking about how she um she was making like 150k, or she was expecting that her that the man that she meets match up to her. And then the and Kevin Samuels was tearing her up from head to toe about how she looked, about her weight, and she, you could tell she had like a waist trainer on and may have had some surgery. Who knows? But just tearing her from head to toe about how she looked, and she started smirking and laughing. Because she had to. That was her way of coping with what he was saying. And he felt some type of way and, sh- and just turned off the, um, and just cut off communication. And to but you know what, Kim, though? That's, that's attack mode. Like, but you know what, you- Kim, though? Not to cut you off, but remember what you said earlier. If you don't want this man to assault you verbally, why are you calling his show? That's true. But mind you, that's he had dead silly. So even though there's a girl calling the show, low key embarrassing herself. There are people also who follow him watching this and men who, again, who think that like he is God watching this as well and taking this in as humor. But real talk, that stuff is kind of like, yo, it, it sets a tone. It creates a trend. And then all other guys start thinking they could talk to their women and expect certain things from their women in the same aspect, saying stuff to their women like, oh, you need to lose. I heard this on the radio. A guy said, oh, well, my wife, um has gained some weight and it seems like she don't even care about it mind you she just had his baby so you 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 hear this type of shit all the time it's just like like i just want to point out though this is it's, it's kind of like what coop said 
this shit like on both sides though, because like at the same time, and I get what you're saying, Kim, I'm not disagreeing that the nigga Kevin Samuels ain't say some misogynistic crazy shit sometime or whatever. I really don't even give a fuck if he ever made a good point. All I'm saying is the nigga ain't detrimental to, like he didn't harm nobody. Everybody that got harmed on their feelings and all that, that's your fault. Cause you can turn yeah, his that. shit off. You that's can turn his shit off. And let me say this real quick. Go ahead. Let me let me say this real quick, Coop. Also, though, like just like how Kim, I think you are making a great point where you're like, oh, it make niggas think certain things. Yes, it does. But guess what? When a woman, when women run around and like the main women run around, I can't think of what the chick name is. One of you fellas might remember what her name was. Uh, a, a, a famous like creator comedian lady, and she was like, oh, I can't date a nigga with a nine to five. Like that's so, that's oh, very so, oh, you talking about beast mode. Right. Yeah, be some more. Like, when you got chicks like that saying, oh, I can't date a nigga with a nine to five or whatever, right? Now, every woman, this bitch work at goddamn Roscoe's or whatever, on, 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 you know, in Ludowicz, Georgia, and she feel like a nigga supposed to fly her out. That's crazy as fuck. Just like it's crazy as fuck for a, a man to think after his wife just had a baby that she supposed to snap back to the same 125 she was before she got pregnant. Both are crazy. But the difference being is when B. Simone say, I can't date a nigga with that do a nine to five. That's not a nigga that's for me. That nigga ain't where I need to be in life. He ain't whatever. Nine to five ain't gonna cut it. If B. Simone died, God forbid, or whatever the fuck you want to say to, to not make that happen. No nigga, I promise you. Because I know how niggas is. No nigga's gonna go to TikTok and be like, I'm so happy be Simone dead. Or make a TikTok that say, ha ha ha, be Simone dead. I work a nine to five, I'm still alive. Nigga, we not doing that. There has to be some accountability in this I shit. Agree. Everything's an excuse. I, I do think it's a, it's a foul way to handle stuff is because your feelings is hurt about a dude or you felt some type of way about a dude, you feel the need to go on attack mode. I mean, we all know this is, I, I hate to say this, but this is like how we, how black women are like black women are always in attack mode. Ooh, so like, it's a they gonna um, cancel your you know, ass. You just got listen, on the show, I, Kim. Listen, I'm <laughs> because I, I can I can say this because you know y'all Wayne Tone. You've been around me and a lot of my homegirls. You know we don't take no shit. Period. Whenever it comes to like anything that we do, it's always a like if a guy comes at us left field, it's always attack mode. So like it, our the way we think is even attack mode. Like and even right. I have to I even had to seek counseling on it because a lot of us think we're so strong and we have to be strong when, when we define strength as us being so independent we don't need nobody that it turns into us isolating ourselves and not even wanting to be in a in a healthy relationship with a man because all we all we are striving for is again like you said winning. And winning may not necessarily equate with having a man attached to your hip. I heard a home, my homegirl told me something that I thought was very interesting, but I'm starting to think a lot of girls are starting to think like this. She said that real the feminism topic doesn't apply to black women for for several oh, reasons. The reason why it doesn't apply to us is because the average black woman the average black woman, if you look statistically, make more money than her spouse. Facts. And that's real shit. Back, okay. Big facts. By a lot, too, by the way. By a yeah. lot. 
So, and oftentimes it's because a lot of our black men have been incarcerated, can't get a job, something, something is keeping him from being able to be a quote unquote high value man that these women are striving for. I don't know what it is. So at the same time, when you, when um, these women, she said basically like when these women are starting to realize this, they're starting to think that they're getting the shorter end of the stick when it's coming to the aspect of getting married. Do I even want to even get married and have kids and continue, you know, building the black legacy, black communities and blah, blah, blah. When I get the shorter end of the stick, because now I got to sacrifice my body, my income, my job to basically fulfill the needs of a man. She said that and it, it, it made me really think about, is this really how a lot of these new women are starting to think? Why is it that like now when you watching TV and you looking at social media, these girls are tearing men apart. Tell myself, I don't need a man for shit, blah, 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 blah. You know, I can get money. You know, you could, you know, basically making it seem like at the end of the day, they run shit regardless. So they don't need a man. So when she said this, it's like, I mean, this is the reality. This this is like now what we're we're coming into. Like, I, I personally feel like eventually we're going to get into a situation where Black women will real life alienate Black men to a point where we won't, we won't even see eye to eye no more to a, like the Black family will be no longer. That's how it's starting to look. And, and that's just my opinion. So like feminism for, for me, I can't support it because it goes against what I believe in. I believe in the Black family. So I will, yes, I will get married to the man that I feel like I need to marry to create a legacy, to create a family, to create a community of people so that I can keep my that legacy going. But that's me. I'm like one of a few at this point. That's how it's starting to look. There's even like a whole video. I, I think uh, a homeboy mom sent it to me of these girls talking about some they're free, they're single, they don't need no nigger, blah, blah, blah. It didn't reach a million views. A million views. It's funny you said that too about the the feminism thing because, and, and I definitely want the guys to, to 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 lean in on this one too, because I think that's a good point. And, and, and Q, I I know you you'll understand where I'm coming from on this one. So, you know, it's funny because I don't think black I don't think feminism helps black women at all. It and doesn't. And 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 but here's what white women do, and they're doing it right now. Okay. Kevin Samuels, Jada Pickett, and Johnny Depp situation all going on right now within a, a, a small frame of the last few months, right? Every single instance, I've seen white women on Facebook, on Twitter, on Twitter or whatever, come and harp in and add their two cents on how they don't like Kevin Samuels, supporting Jada on her bullshit, or either... Um, coming back with the Johnny Depp, like, oh, well, y'all need to remember Johnny Depp is a bastard, even though com- he, clearly he's been abused mentally, physically, and emotionally, right? So white women to jump on y'all coattails to ride the, oh, look at us in the, as a victim in this situation. But then when it comes down, when y'all are standing up for someone like George Floyd or your- They'll act be, like they don't even hear us. They'll, they'll act they'll like, act they, don't like they don't even see it. Right. So, I already know so, how this goes. So that's where that's where I say where where's the unity in the situation? As African Americans, the Kevin Samuel thing should have went down like this. Kevin Samuel passed away. You know, niggas ain't saying nothing about it. Women should have just been like, if they had an adverse opinion about it, they should have just been like you said, don't speak ill on the dead. 
and then keep it keep it moving. If you did, if you didn't have adverse, then don't say nothing. But instead, once again, we look split as a community, mm-hmm. and, and and we we all over the place. And now we got to come on here as black men and try to tell black women where they're doing wrong. Like that shit even gonna work. Like that's even like they even listening. That shit don't even matter. They ain't listening. Can I, can I ask you something? And not just in this situation, like just. It's always been something that's, you know, been taking place as far as people like speaking ill of the dead. And sometimes people, sometimes people, I'm not going to say like we isn't us, but we as a society, we subscribe to these things, you know, whether it be like, whether it be like in music and I ain't going to sit here and be angles here at holier than thou. Like I don't either because, you know, it's certain it's certain moments that we look at and we just uh, we just all been like we didn't feel a way about it like when like for example and this is just a general example like the smoking on pookie loat thing or just anything that's taking place with just speaking in a way that does speak ill to somebody but back in the day it used to be where like you know if somebody if somebody died that you may have had an issue with or anything like that it's like the beef is over at that point. Beef over. Beef don't never die no more, my nigga. Like, 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 come on, man. My nigga, how many times have I gotten on this show and said that the only thing that society is turning into, that the only thing we know is what we don't like? Big facts. Um, it's kind of like a weekly uh, theme. This, yeah. Yeah, yeah. At this point. <laughs> my nigga, like, that, 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 that thing, I saw that shit coming pre-pandemic. Two years prior to the pandemic, you know why I saw that coming, bro? I knew it was. I knew that was coming when I started realizing that people start attacking the things that they like in private, but act disgusted about in public. I, I have a question, but just regarding our current topic, does it seem that something deliberate? is being done. Yes. Yes. I tell tell people all the time. Let me finish the question. Let me finish the question. Does it seem that there's something being done deliberately to keep Black men and Black women apart? Yes, bro, because Black black men and Black women together isn't profitable, bro. We've been over this. Like, like that, like it's weird to me because I'm sitting here, I'm like, that man's mission statement, he explains his mission statement every time. And for the life of me, even the women that we saw that you would say he attacked verbally, they came away from that saying, hey, I didn't feel attacked. He was very respectful. He allowed me to speak. He, he sat there and listened to me going and going on in this long roundabout way. And then he presented his uh his counter argument. He did like even when I watched him, I'm like, yo, he sat there and listened to you draw on for 15, 20 minutes before he said a word. Well bro, it go back to, it go back to a lot of what I said. Like, and listen, just to show you like almost the same thing being done in different ways. Okay, so watch this, bro. So now, quote unquote, black women are technically happy about the death of Kevin Samuels, right? And so, if and so, as far as society is concerned, or at least black society is concerned, if we say, "Yo, y'all tripping," 
we're wrong, right? Because the idea of us saying or defending someone that they don't like is, is, is a no-no now. Flip it, right? If we run this thing all the way back to Jada, Jada, we have, we're supposed to champion because the idea of Jada Pinkett being held accountable for the situation that she's that she's essentially started, fed, and has like helped rot. <laughs> it's a no-no again because the idea of her being held accountable is not liked. <laughs> All we know is what we don't like. <laughs> I mean, it's in my opinion, it's just another way to kind of like break us in a sense of Oh, it definitely is. It definitely is it's it's if like I, yeah. I I was gonna piggyback off the Jada situation. Um, it's a way of of society trying to tell us as black women to turn on our black men, because from what I understand with the whole Jada Pinkett Smith, there's like a whole history about how she didn't want to get married to Will Smith, and she was being forced to get married to him by her mama, all this other stuff, and it was like her if it basically they're giving they're giving jada the narrative that she that a lot of women can identify with where they're being forced into a situation because they're young or because their parents feel like it's the best situation for them or whatever the case so then they feel like they're in a trap relationship with a man because i don't know what issues they had in their marriage i'm not i'm not in a house i'm not in a bed but there was a narrative where they're basically making her look like she was the victim in the situation, when in all actuality, eventually she ended up controlling most of what was going on in her household. And that typically does happen. Most Black households are matriarchs. And when I say matriarch, I don't mean like there's a woman just ruling and controlling everything. No, I mean like typically there's a strong motherly figure that handles most of the household like just dynamics, not necessarily like the bills or how it, just the dynamic of the house. She sets the tone. So if she if she became the matriarch in her house, which typically happens, it doesn't mean that Will Smith became weaker or beta male or whatever us other random people were talking about. It just means that he allowed he gave her the space in the role to basically be a mother, be a housewife, do what do what she felt she needed to do to be happy because at some point she she kept saying she was unhappy. And he, you know how black men are. Black men don't want no smoke with a black woman. So at the end of the day, they're just like, yo, happy wife, happy life. They'll just deal with whatever bullshit they got to deal with. But he clearly still had a, a, a voice about how he felt about a lot of the stuff. That they, they did clearly have a lot of issues. So, but of course, the narrative is that she was the victim, and that she should turn on Will, and and then now Will feels like she has he has to defend her honor, and then it turned into this huge fucking spectacle. My thing is, I I don't even think women realize how if you turn on the very the very person who is like you, who look like you, who is there for you, that is meant to protect you. And you complain about how you are always vulnerable and unprotected. Who is supposed to protect you other than the black men? So it's just like, why are you having this? Why are you feeling like this is your enemy when in all actuality, he's the only person that can protect you from anything else out here? Because these white men ain't going to protect you. These white women definitely aren't protecting you. because They'll act like they're for you. And then 
act, and, and then the next day, she forgot to say, but then you're on a turn on the only person who identifies with your struggle, who has the ability to protect you. That makes no sense. Clearly, there's a, there's an obvious, deliberate thing, a, a something that is they're trying to do to make sure that either we turn on each other in some way so that we don't continue to grow communities, grow families, do all this stuff because there's no, like you said, there's no money for the capitalists, whoever's running the top, they don't want to see us to get there. Like that, 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 that takes away from their pocket. So they don't want yeah. to see Jay-Z's and Beyonce's. That's not something they want to see. <laughs> but, and, and no, bro, and you, one, you absolutely right. Two, and this is something like I've even experienced in my own relationship. I've often tried times, <laughs> I've had this struggle sometimes with my, with my woman, who I love. I love her, I respect her, but I've had this struggle with her before where I've tried to explain to her that sometimes what she believes is, well, we need to do something like this way or this or, that, or a certain course of action, that when I suggest an alternate course of action, it's not because I'm disagreeing with her or I think what she's saying is wrong, I'm just suggesting an alternative. And so she'll sometimes get upset by this. And I'll be at, trying to explain her. I said, I said, I'd be like, baby, that's because you may not think about it this way, but you see our relationship as this, this system that's in service to your preference of life versus this, <laughs> this thing that we're in, that we're both in service to. And she goes, no, I know. I said, okay. And so when, and and I never, I used to not get early when we first like got together, but when I, and after I say it and she would be like, no, I don't, I'm like, okay, no problem. And I just kind of like, let, let her have it. And she'll get even more mad. And I'll be like, be, and I'll be you know, like, I'm trying to explain to you what happens is, and this is not only, this is just a kind of like a, a mode of thinking. The, there's the picture that a person sees or how they see life, right? Or just imagine it that way, a picture in their mind. And when things don't add up to the picture, they're immediately like dismissed or you don't like it or they're wrong, they're bad, whatever the case may be. And we all do this to some degree. But for Black men and Black women, it's especially vital because what winds up happening is we're in this struggle now where our, we're in the struggle of our pictures never, ever, ever lining up. Never, ever lining up. One side sees, sees the life picture a certain way and the other side sees the life picture a certain way. And when each one's, essentially when the math doesn't equate to the picture, it's, it, it, it causes a lot of problems. So now we can't ever find a unity, which means petty, stupid shit that we shouldn't be arguing about. We never get to a point of realizing, oh, you know what? Now that I'm with you and you with me and we're having these healthy conversations and then in a safe space and a healthy relationship, I'm starting to realize that a lot of this shit is really superfluous or unneeded or unnecessary or honestly just not that fucking significant. It's just not. <laughs> it's just not. And in actuality, most of the things, once we realize that, we probably can work through. But we're never, we never can get to that point because just like we like we've been saying, we've been 
we're now in the program of, all right, well, we couldn't just outright destroy them. So let's see if we can get them to just hate each other so much that they never ever actually like kind of like find any sort of like unity. And that shit is that shit is brilliantly awful. I will say this, man, because we're creeping towards that 915 thing that me and Dennis always say. <laughs> but I'm I'm I'm, I'm I'm going to say this, though, bro. I personally am vastly disappointed in the response and actions of the people. Because it's not just Black women. It was some Black men doing it, too. So the people that are speaking ill on the Kevin Samuels death. I just want to say this, man. Regardless of the, like you say, regardless of the dynamics of the situation, what you felt like or whatever, what Kevin Samuel was doing or saying, being negative or positive is relative. Relativity is something that means, if you observe it, it may mean something different to you than it means to me or whatever. So beauty's in the eye of beholder, that's a relative statement or whatever. Time passes slowly, that's a relative statement. However, it's, it's, it's not relative on was this was Adolf Hitler a bad person? That's a fact. Okay. A child molester is a bad human. That's a fact. So when you want to compare Kevin Samuels to Adolf Hitler or your uncle Leroy, who used to touch you, which I'm not making light that your uncle Leroy used to touch you. Fuck your uncle Leroy or whatever. May he burn. But Kevin Samuels not Uncle Leroy. Kevin Samuels is not Hitler. Just like if Jada, if something happened to Jada, I know it's a lot of men out there who can't stand Jada, including myself. I'm not gonna be like, oh, whoop de whoop, Jada gone, ding dong, the witch is dead. She not a, a she not a witch. She's not a bad person. Or no, no, wait, let me get that wrong. She's not a bad person to life. She may be a bad wife. She may be a bad spouse. Kevin Samuels may be a bad husband because he's twice divorced. He may be a bad role model, but he's not a bad human being to society. So anybody need to check themselves, okay? Because I think what, what, what Black women's expectation of what they get from the universe opposed to what they're putting into the universe is very adverse and adjacent to each other. And maybe we need to revisit what we're trying to get out the universe and what we're putting out. Because I don't think making TikToks dancing that Kevin Samuels has passed away is good energy to put into the universe. It's that's not. just that's just my opinion. I don't, you know, I don't think that's good energy to put out there. A lot of these you know, women, a lot of these women will be realizing that later on, like the energy you put out is the energy you receive. You over here dancing about something that's really not that's not cool. Like I I think it 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 just it speaks a lot to a lot of people's character like facts mm-mm. facts it is a denotion of your character i am a cutthroat uh matter of fact vulcan logical person like i am spock i'm like yo i don't give a fuck to hurt your feelings it's the truth okay is illogical to celebrate the death of a regular human the nigga's a regular person. He's flawed and he's also normal. 
Okay. So like, it, it, it's, it's just like, it's like, man, listen, at some point in time, we have to grow up. And I feel like what social media and these circumstances are doing to us is de, uh, de-aging us. We become more and more childish as the time goes on. If you look at TikTok, when you go to download it from the app store, you know what it say? It says 12 and under or something like that. It's an app for teenagers, okay? It's not for our old ass. Get your old ass off TikTok, okay? And go do something constructive with your life. And high value men, low value men, fine women, fat women, I don't give a god doggone dog. A hit dog will holler. A hit dog will holler. And everybody that's in their feelings about Kevin Samuels so bad, when all you had to do was turn the show off, I know for a fact my mama don't know who that is. Because I just asked her today. And you know why she don't know who that is? Because she don't prescribe to anything he was on. That ain't no disrespect to Kevin Samuels. She just don't care to give a fuck about it. So guess what? The women that all but heard about it, they could have been the same way. A hit dog will holler. So if you feel like he was attacking you, probably because he hit a tone. It's like when we make a Facebook post and you don't tag anybody specifically and you be like, boy, people owe you money. They sure do be ducking you. You might just be the said the post just to say it, but I bet everybody that owe you money will come under that bitch. You could have tagged me. So that's all I got to say. A hit dog a hop. All right, that's I think that's the perfect way to you know, and, and here's and I'll say my piece about um I'll I'll start with Kevin Samuels and then I kind of start then I'll follow up with everything you know that's surrounding it now. I don't and I and I, I can say that most of us probably feel this way too. I'm pretty sure that he I will admit when he first uh came when he first came around some of the stuff that he said was said was entertaining some of it i didn't necessarily agree with um i do think that there are there were times where he has said things to people who have had unrealistic expectations and i think in within that realm sometimes it does help to know certain things when it comes to that because sometimes like Sometimes I've heard some outrageous things and that's not to really harp on that because, you know, like it's also other things like I don't agree with. Like I don't I didn't necessarily agree with the whole like if you if you 30 and got two kids it's over for you. But at the same time, it's like this wasn't anything that was, you know. Long story less long, I've heard worse. Like, I've heard worse, like, and for example, like, the fresh and fit guys have said things that have been much worse. <laughs> yes, they have. And now, they, now they some ignorant fools for real, because they have said some stuff. And these girls is, whew. <laughs> yeah, see, now that, that's a different, that's a different type of, like, I guess you could say, I guess you could say incel behavior, as they would call it. Mm-hmm. but honestly i mean i don't think i just don't think i just don't think it was enough to you know do this whole like dancing on what was because before it was even confirmed like people was already like dancing on the imaginary casket like it was 
It was nasty. It was sick. What happened to giving flowers to people? Like, I feel like that shit went out the window in this situation. I'm like, God damn. Like, we have nothing positive to say about this man. Like, listen, like I said, I don't feel like, just like how y'all said, it was necessary to do all the extra stuff. But keep in mind, and I, you know, I'm a, you know, I study journalism. So words to me have a lot of meaning and a lot of power. So when people say certain things or do certain things, it does have a lot of meaning. It does have a lot of power. And maybe that's the type of energy Kevin Samuels is getting, um, you know, rest, rest his soul. That's the type of energy he's getting back because of the words that may have came out of his mouth. I'm not sure, but I'm hoping that people start realizing and especially in this situation how flaw like this whole like it, it this whole social media thing where we allow people to just have all type of random platform to say whatever do whatever is getting way out of hand like way out of hand to a point where you got cardi b suing motherfuckers you got people now having to say allegedly every time they they say certain things because it, it can it can create a whole a whole bunch of nonsense and then even the situation with Kevin Samuels it's like you got people dancing on imaginary graves yo this shit has gotten way out of hand to a, like I I've never I've never thought that words or somebody's you know video and tweets could cause this much uproar like I I could not have seen this happening like this shit is crazy to me like the disrespect i saw even even i as a woman was like damn that's fucked up that's like really fucked up because this man probably has like you know family like he does does. like the the messed up part was like his mom found out about it because of the internet right and look at some and think about some of the comments that she had to see like finding that out like that shit crazy, God. Yeah, like that's wild. That that's the craziest thing I've ever like. I know me if I was either his ex wife or his um or his mom, I would have I probably would have gotten up and, and I probably would have said something that would have got me truly canceled. I probably would been like, y'all need to chill out because this is no like I I would have went off on every single tweet, every single thing because that's. That's somebody's loved one. At the end of the day, regardless how you may feel about them. And like you said, it, nothing that he ever said was enough. Like, you didn't know this man personally. You went in his house. Like, he, he didn't steal money from you. So I'm I'm really confused as to why this shit got so weird. Like, when certain celebrities died, like, for example, when Nipsey Hussle died, when Kobe Bryant died, you know, you felt it. Like, you felt it, like, as if it was your cousin you know what I'm saying, or your auntie that passed. When Kevin Samuels died, I just felt like, I felt an eeriness about it. Like, I was just like, damn, that's fucked up. And then, like, the tweets and the posts and all of that just made the whole situation even stranger. And that energy that we're putting out there as a community is going to fuck us up if we don't stop, stop. Like, for real, for real. And then last thing I'm going to say, man, on topic of it, Dennis, is this, man. Meanwhile, people don't realize this. This week, rent increased by 1.8%. Ooh. 
<laughs> around America on average. And niggas might not think that's a big deal, but 1.8% on average rent increase before we even get to the mid part of the year. Because remember, the year is broken in the thirds and the third part of the year would like the next part of the year in the third, the halfway point would be June. We're not in June yet. And rent has increased overall for this year from last year at this time by 8.9%. And while we're distracted dancing on Kevin Samuel's proverbial casket, niggas ain't going to go vote in the midterm elections. And rent going to go up even higher. Niggas would be dead mad about Kevin Samuels, but nobody don't give a fuck about our state representatives that are literally, especially here in Florida, fucking us out of our life. Or up in Georgia where you at, Kim, where y'all have a governor's race that's going on. And for God's sakes, y'all know y'all need Stacey Abrams because y'all literally got the KKK running for governor. So it's like, I don't know what niggas got to do to get their mind right, but slowly but surely, um, we just kind of fall into the wayward background of being like I guess a shadow of America for lack of a better expression and it's like yeah we here but do we matter your shadow always gonna be there it ain't going nowhere but does your shadow affect what you do on a day-to-day basis do you do niggas want to be a shadow or do they want to be important dancing on Kevin Samuel's grave ain't gonna make you not a shadow a shadow that's a shadow action because the people in the higher ups that keep raising y'all niggas rent they don't care about the fact that Kevin Samuel said y'all fat and y'all 35 with two kids, you you damaged goods or whatever. Because guess what? The white men that's making the red price, they feel the same way. That's all. That's what's about to happen in Bankhead. They're like, there's a cor- I forgot what corporation just bought out Bankhead. They're about to gentrify that whole area and move all them black folks out. So I'm not Bankhead sure. is the new Brooklyn. Yeah, like, <laughs> I'm the like I said, I like I already know. Like for me, money talks. Like I believe po- politically, if you got money, money talks. At the end of the day, when you're trying to vote for people and you're trying to, you know, get get the stuff that you want done, you need to be donating to campaigns. You need because money speaks, regardless what people say, it does. It's it's the it's the control factor. And I really want black folks, especially black folks who have a little bit of money to really start considering like investing and uh, buying property and stuff like that. Because if these corporations keep buying more property, more of us are going to be out on the streets. I see more and more homeless people out every single day. People stay in a nice neighborhood. So that tells me something. Like before, I never saw a homeless person out here. Now I see homeless people all the time begging for money. So... I'm just saying, like money talks is it's about to be I'm I, I don't I feel like it's about to be another depression. You know, history is just repeating itself at this point. So I just hope motherfuckers pay attention. <laughs> That's all Thanks. <laughs> right up. All right, well, it's been it's been great. Um, another episode after the static. We are zero and three on the fun, but I I did enjoy this conversation. So this is a very <laughs> this is a very fruitful conversation. I'm glad we all came together. I uh, appreciate y'all having me, and I'm sorry I wasn't an adversary today. Yeah, <laughs> man, I'm looking for the adversaries, bro. I want to smoke. Yeah, because I was like, where where would Britney stand on this? Amen. Oh, Britney, Britney probably would have been on the same way as Kim. To be honest with you, bro. 
Damn, I thought Brittany would have been completely opposite. Nah, Brittany not. Brittany not that stupid. No. Mm. <laughs> you gotta be stupid just because they disagree. Yeah, that's stupid. That like not disagreeing <laughs> is stupid. Not disagreeing is stupid. Hold on, but the, the the whole like the whole like rejoicing in the man death thing that's kind of stupid. Like I don't think Brittany not stupid like that. I know somebody who is though. We should ask her to come on. Mm-mm-mm. That's wild. Well, too bad the show's over now, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but again, it's it's been a, it's been an honor. Glad we can all you know come together. Um, for those listening, episode one ninety one. Hopefully, we'll be dropping it on Thursday. Being that Thursday would be the day after the static, so yeah, y'all be on the lookout for that. And until yeah. next time. Holding up the peace signs. Peace. Peace. Yo.